What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in this understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose today, discovered advanced the former SIDW podcast. Here's a warning: the uh, the audio is terrible. Like it's I'm walking with AirPods, and I can't. You, there's traffic, but it's it's where we were at that time. Early thoughts uh, on the ground and moving forward. It's just pretty early for when we got to uh, Virginia Beach. So today's process is this: discovered advance SIDW. On the ground and moving forward. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your nine to five and you want to start or grow a business, this is the place for you. Remember, admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light a lantern. Hello there, team. Wade Skalski here, problem solver, playwright, and founder of Clear the Field. Today's process is this on the ground, moving forward. Let's light this candle. Alright, it's a little windy. And this is the first time that I'm going to be able to do my. Uh, hopefully, what's going to be just like a crazy week. Um, uh, Saturday podcast. Yes, maybe W. It's a little noisy right now. I'm going to be walking uh, back from my home office in Starbucks. save a little bit of money, get some cash in the bank, kind of recover from the move, and then, you know, move from a position of strength. And that's the plan kind of everyone had agreed on. But, you know, my mother-in-law is 77 years old. She's lived by herself for, I don't know, 30 years. So, you know, it's hard to live by yourself with a cat or cats. You know, Phoebe the cat is not happy. My dog is kind of happy. Um, you know, but we've got Bebe the cat, my dog Lily, my wife Kristen, Luke and Madeline, three children, myself, and my mother-in-law Bebe. So uh, that's her. That's her uh, grandparent name, by the way. I didn't know this, but it makes sense. You know, your grandparents kind of pick what they want to be called, and they kind of tell you because you've always called them dad or mom or whatever you've always called them. But you know, how do they? How do you refer to them if they want to be referred to something different than, than uh, grandma or grandpa? So, so my parents didn't say shit. So like my, they're just grandma and grandpa. My mother-in-law is Mimi. My father-in-law is Papa Joe, and my father-in-law's wife is Nana. So we've got five grandparents, all with different names. It's hard for me to keep them straight. I don't know how my kids keep them straight, but anyway. 
idea to go for the slow plan. I was like, let's just get to the place. And she lasted exactly one week. So we're going to go look at a place today. And uh, I will say this about Virginia Beach. Everything here is much less expensive. Um, we're looking at a place that's bigger, than the, that's way bigger than where we were living at in Los Angeles. It's half as expensive. Um, and so uh, we're going to look at that today. But anyway, but the sort of the theme for today is if you know that everything is going to be a shit show, then it's a lot easier to deal with the shit show factor. Um, and right now, like, look, I'm walking back from the office. I'm on my phone, the MP3. It's windy. It's, it's windy. It's, the wind blows where I live in Virginia Beach right now every day. Every single day I've been here, it's been windy. A nice, nice breeze. I'm not complaining. But it's 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 hard to talk on the phone with my AirPods outside because everyone's like, it's so windy. And, uh, and I don't really have a place. I don't really have a place where I can sit where it's quiet to do a podcast. So this is what you get. So if the quality is what you don't like, then just skip forward to future episodes. But part of this, part of this, you know, this whole journey that you guys are going to take is with me, so that you're going to see that these these tools really do work. If everything's sucking for me, you know, it's a total shit show. A few months from now, then you're like, wow, maybe maybe way you got to figure it out. But I'm not really worried about it because you know I had three projects when you know before the move. One thing I think people do a lot is they totally underestimate how much time things take. So, for example. In December, when we decided, you know, to kind of implement the move plan in December, I immediately had three, um, three projects immediately changed. So it was shut down my business in Los Angeles in terms of in its current form. Start a brand new business that could be run from Virginia Beach with my law firm in Los Angeles, sort of a new area of law. And then the actual move itself, because I'm about to walk by this preschool where my daughter is, is uh, going to start summer school in like two weeks for a three-year-old, and we had to get apply to that pre- apply to that preschool. There were like two spots that were available um, because they take all of the legacy two-year-olds. I didn't even know this was a thing. Like legacy two-year-olds get first crack, and everyone loves the school. It's like accredited. And it's amazing, and everybody loves it. So it's like two spots. So we had to pull some long-distance shenanigans to be able to, to get in there, but we did. Um, and so, you know, we had to do that in February. So, so the move plan has been sort of like, where is she going to go to preschool? Who are going to be pediatricians here? Because, you know, like Luke, his, his, his medical challenges, we got to make sure that when we hit the ground, we have a doctor for him. So, like, all these things take way more time than you think they do. And then... You know, in December, I shut off my advertising for my law firm. So basically, I just was, have, had to survive from December to May to get here and, like, and not get evicted and not, you know, with, with, with no real way to, to make it. Sustain. So and then I, I had a, my third project was a digital asset and um, marketing plan so that when I got on the ground here, I could start getting feedback. And so I turned it on like. What is it, a week ago? I turned it on like a week and a half. I turned it on like a week. So, you know, I've got a lot of data already. But that is like what I want. Like, of course, I wanted to turn it on and have, you know, 5,000 clients. But that's just, that's just not the way that these things work, typically. And so,
So, but if you have a baseline, you can improve off of a baseline, of course, correct. And that's all I wanted, because there's no way to be able to create that digital asset and advertise it to the Google AdWords. Getting up at five in the morning, but once we, it's just what's waking up. I'm not morning machine all jacked up. Like it's just there's no, I can't get large blocks of creative time. You know, fight for those and, and create them and get an office. That's just part of the process. So, so I'm fucked up right now because I'm getting feedback. Do it that way as a money to make more money. People you know, obviously don't plan for a large number of people, and then people freak out when there's some storage, and they storage, and they can't get to it. And so, you know, a lot of leverage. So they make money either way. They make money easier to do it, and then they make money when you can't pull it off. Crazy stuff. And, um, so, same with your car. I was like, you don't need a payment. They're like, no. Like, All right. So, if you want me to give you some money, those things need to be paid. Whatever. But I'm already getting massive dividends from the move because, like, look, the whole thing that I, my whole message about self improvement doesn't work is that improvement doesn't work. All right. You have to be in the creation game. And, you know, like, look, Virginia Beach is the beach. I like, you know, the beach I've always had here is California. But that was that was an improvement, I say. Like I just would have, you know, I just would have, I would have had to do things a lot differently. And the beat might have been a lot different. Children's life was a lot different. My life was a lot different. Like I'm in. I don't have a suit on right now. I'm wearing flip-flops. It's beautiful out now, right now. I'm walking back, and I'm as happy as a clam. Everything in total disarray but I'm happy as a clam you know I'm happier than when I was making you know I'm happier right now than you know when I was having giant months because I'm crafting and creating the life that I want I'm not trying to prove anything I'm not trying to like make money, make money. I'm not trying to like create 
more that you call that. took to make this move in terms of and they know they know too but it's a win just being here it's, it's a win I live in LA and like when I was like single in LA this is true my friends would complain about Los Angeles and I would say look there are a million guys in Nebraska that wish they were and nothing against Nebraska but if you're 25 years old you're single or you're 30 and you're single and where is a woman for that matter? Well, actually, actually I would like that for women. LA is not kind to women. But as a man, like, it is a great place to, to be and just have fun, go out, party. So, there's no place, there's very few places that are better. Scottsdale from 1999 to about 2003 when I was there was epic. There's only four places to go out, and everyone went to the same place, so it was But, you know, you can't beat it. And especially, there's no place in the browser that I'm aware of that's better. So, yeah. So, I'd be like, oh, there's a million people, a million guys in the browser that wish they were you. They go, oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. But once you have a family and you have kids, there are not a million married men in Nebraska that wish they were me. Because LA is really hard on families, in my opinion. And if you live in LA and you have a family, you get it. Like, you know. And you choose to live there for whatever reason. Great. God bless you. I love it. But for me, what I saw was the best of all the factors. Virginia Beach is where I want to live. And my wife's family's here. So, you know, my kids get my, my, my daughter is doing a puzzle with her grand, with Mimi, her grandmother. And you can't, like, we've been here a week and there's been like six of those things where they're just interacting and having like that moment, you know, that's those dark moments you have when you can see your grandparents once a year at Christmas. So, you know, that's a huge, huge, huge win. And even though everything else is totally, totally crazy, we're already winning. I'm already winning that. And that feel with me. I'm like, yes, this is one of the reasons I will here. Now I have to improve. Now I have to improve all, you know, obviously I have to get our own space. Obviously I have to rebuild the business back to where they were. Obviously, you know, with the end game being, we got a beach house, beach house on the weekend. We live inland, you know. So and then retire to the beach house and sell the inland house and kids leave the house. So like, look, like step one is you can't do this. You'll live here. So get, you know, getting getting here and doing that huge W. And the lesson that I, I'm learning and that and that I'm really proud of myself. You know, everyone's like, oh, wait, I'm back. Yeah, I fucking cut myself. I've been working for six months. So I'm 
since December and a total disaster to get here. You know, you know, you shut down. You let me let me ask you. You quit your job and then move move somewhere six months later. I can't just I can't just turn off my I can't uh, I have to stop taking cases. But then I still have clients who need to be serviced. If you don't close a, a, a court case immediately, it takes three to six months. That's why it took six seven months um, six months to do that. So. I'm fired up right now, and even though I'm walking home from my Starbucks office, I'm fired up because that's a huge win just to get here. And so, like, look, like I, the old me, the old Wade, would have started drinking beer, partying for a month or two, and then decided to kind of roll around and start getting everything situated here. That's, that's the old me. The uh, oh, did I turn down the wrong street? Am I lost? What is this? What street is this? I did. I don't even know where I am right now. I'm not sure I'm not turning on my Google Maps for my way to find my way back to where I am. Right I think I'm excitable about the map. Um, let's see. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Here we. Go. All right. Here we go. Back on course. Course course. So. So anyways. <coughs> but the lesson for today. Don't have a cough button on this. I'm recording this from my phone lesson for today is if you were prepared for chaos in advance, then when there's chaos in creation, you'll be excitement, not the anxiety. Another quick story, anecdote, is that when I did my one-man show, you know, my wife was, was than I was in terms of my rehearsal schedule. Because you know she's a professional actress, and so she comes at it in a much different, in a much different way than I did. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna forget some of my lines. I, I'm just, I'm going to. I'm gonna get nervous. I'm gonna get up there, and it's just gonna happen. And no matter how much preparation I do, probably gonna, something's gonna go. Maybe not my lines, and the props aren't gonna work. Something's gonna happen, and it did, and that's fine because I knew it. And you know, chaos can be prepared for. There's nothing that's gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. I already knew. I knew that I didn't think it was gonna be okay. But I knew, like, I had said to myself, three months is a good, is a good number, right? Three months is a good number. Kind of like get my sit my in my Nini's house for three months, pay everything off, really look at a lot of places and find just the perfect place. And uh, you know, my wife was like, "Oh, we're gonna go longer, pay off our debt, and blah 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 blah." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I get it. That's the smart thing to do." But and you know, we last you know it's one week, and we're looking, we're going to look at a place here. It's 15 minutes once I change out of my flip flops and shorts and look sort of presentable um, to where we're going. So, um, and that's one week. And I'm like, okay, cool, it's one week. I can start looking at places. It's fine. And I'm prepared for the chaos because I have giant, 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 giant momentum from the wind of getting here. And that's all on purpose. And that headspace was all on purpose. And having the baseline when I got here of my business, my new business, was all on purpose. So I'm getting feedback. That's not what I want, but I can course correct that feedback. And, I, and I'm prepared for it to not be what I want. I was like, okay, cool. So I guess it gets to, gets to be, you know, it's not a storybook beginning in terms of the business, um, the new business, but it doesn't have to be. There's very few things in line for that. And, you can kind of give up the utopian thinking, you accept the reality of where things are, you can start working on them immediately instead of fantasizing about um, fantasizing about how you wish it would have worked or whatever. So, 
that's my mobile the first Virginia Beach podcast. And remember, there is no end. Stay on the path. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.